0: Hello, my lovely witchy nerds. This is Rachel speaking. How you doing? I'm doing okay. You are about to listen to part two of a possible two parts of the spellcasting episode. If you haven't listened to part one, yeah, go back and listen to that one. Otherwise, you're just going to be lost. There's going to be characters, plot development. What are you doing? Well, after this episode, we're actually going to take a short break from the podcast, a little bit of a hiatus, but we will be back very soon with more witchy fun. Enjoy, cuties. (laughs)
1: spells are about love or money. That's it. For the most part. And that's... I want to talk about
0: this later because the... Kind, what, what, Every time I go to think about what kind of spell I would cast, it is about love or money. Yeah, absolutely. At its core. But the kind of witchcraft I am drawn to is so the opposite of that. So I don't know how to mm. let those two things mesh.
1: Okay, what kind of witchcraft are you
0: drawn to? So... Ooh, should we do that now? Should we, uh, maybe, maybe cut, cut <laughs> me mumbling this. <laughs> um, yeah, we can get into this now. The The type of, because we're going to talk about the type of spells we both want to do moving yes. forward. So I looked at the kinds of witches, and we talked about the types of witches before, of this, yes. like this, the. Uh, now I'm thinking, but I can't think of a single one. Oh, There's Kitchen liked, Witch and the and the. Um, I
1: remember the, you liked the green, which is the Green Witch, which is yeah. which
0: I what I am definitely talking about, which is Green Magic, the Green Witch, everything and all things nature related. Because I'm a big canoe trip person. Every part of my life, even when I get a paycheck, I think to myself like, how can I spend this on camping supplies? How can okay. I get back into the woods? And I, I, I'm so excited to get into the woods, and like for like months on end and leave society to the point. Like, leave society behind to the point where I'm, like, excited that the apocalypse might happen. Okay. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, an excuse to go live in the woods. All right. So that's my shit. But I feel weird, like, being, using that kind of witchcraft of, like, nature, plants, like, the, the trees, all that things to be like, I need a bunch of money. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I think in order to have the freedom to live this life that you want to live, mm-hmm. you're going to need some money. I'm
0: going to need some money. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm going to need some money. Ugh. That's about... Yeah. We'll get there. (laughs) And I think we
1: also... We attach so much negativity to wanting money and why money exactly allows for security and food and travel and all the things that anyone wants in i think
0: life. it is okay to want to be financially independent yeah. i think that is a very valuable skill to have especially as women yeah and i think that's such a good thing so that you that's oh that is the one thing my mom like nailed into my brain of like you cannot be financially dependent on a, a partner mm. or a man or whatever whoever you end up with
1: yeah, and it's like you, I think um, there's this idea out there that you're either the CEO in the rom-com that hates love and Christmas, <laughs> and um, or you're the starving, struggling artist. And yeah. it's like, it's no. Like,
0: why can't you be both, or like, fiscally responsible? Yeah. That's a hugely adult skill that needs to be prevalent. Yeah, that's I like money. I, yeah, that's why I don't like in movies. This always bothered me in, like, The Devil Wears Prada, where, like, I don't like it in movies where they're like, she's so busy and her job is taking over her life. Mm -hmm. She needs to leave it. And everyone in her life, her father, her boyfriend, everyone is like, fuck you, like you doing this job. Really? Because she told all of you this is going to be a very difficult job and it's going to be a hard year and she's just going to do it for a year. In order to get what she wants. Exactly. This is a stepping stone and this year is going to be the time when, hey, family and friends, work's going to be really hard. So I would love some support. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, Devil Wears Prada is very similar to me to The Wizard of Oz in <laughs> that when when oh she's, God, tell me right now. when she's in the other world. Yeah. Okay, so Stanley Tucci, Meryl Streep, um, Emily Blunt. I uh, oh, you were talking about Wizard of Oz again for a second. I was like, that's not the cast, <laughs>
0: Melanie. Dylan <laughs> Choochee's <laughs> not in that film. <laughs> he's in every film he's for me. For, he's there. He's there. He's behind the, the tree.
1: Uh, but So this is the other magical world of Devil Wears Prada versus yeah. the real world. The real world in both of those movies sucks. The real world in right. The Wizard of Oz is like, I'm on a dusty old farm. And, and everyone's boring and I'm boring. And <laughs> everyone's mean to everyone's me. Everyone's mean to me
0: for wanting things. <laughs> Yeah,
1: and then the other world is, is so magical and enticing, and yet, is it challenging? Of course it is. But the 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 goals of both of those movies is to get back into the, the shitty, shitty world. world.
0: That's such a good point. And it's so
1: bizarre, because like, it's like... why? Can't
0: you just incorporate one into the other? Like, yeah, and
1: can't you be like, yeah, my boss sucks, but I'm actually really good at dealing with her, and I think that's a huge life
0: skill. A hundred percent, and you know what? I'm learning here. Yeah. I'm learning.
1: And, like... There is that point when Meryl Streep totally fucks everyone over at the end of the movie. Yes, that is actually and, very depressing. And she's like, "You're just like me." Yeah, and I could see myself wanting to quit yeah, at that point. That's
0: that's it. That's true. The the those last chunks of the movie where you're like, "Okay, so like now it's." Now it's working for someone who it, you whose morality you do not agree with, yes, that's and absolutely. a different, which is a different thing. It's I'm a- talking about when her dad gets pissed at her that she has to take a fucking call before they see a play, yeah oh, for the love of God, you're her father, why are you like tapping your watch like we're gonna be and late. also. I'm like, her boyfriend, her boyfriend has a birthday
1: party that ends at, what, 8 o'clock? Yeah, like, for the she, love of God! She goes what? to a gala, and then she rushes out of that gala, despite the fact that she meets someone who she could network with to Absolutely. her advantage. Four
0: professional opportunities. And then I mean, the guys just come back, but yeah.
1: Yeah, whatever. And then so she goes, um, then she goes and she buys him a cute little cupcake, and he's, the party's over. Yeah, because it is, very, what,
0: 11 p.m.? <laughs> it's
1: very early. You're 30. And then he's like...
0: You look really pretty. And he goes to bed. I bet you look nice, whatever. What are you doing? She was at a... Like, it's your birthday. Fucking celebrate it any other day of the week. She's like, my Thursday's free. Why don't we do a birthday thing then? Exactly. Everyone in her life is so unsupportive of her working this job that we all know is going to be difficult. And is
1: the part where... Okay, we'll no, move no, on. No. But no, the, no, part,
0: no. the part where they're hiding her phone from
1: her so that she can't answer it, it... Is then, rude. And then she calls them a bunch of assholes, and that's the part we're supposed to be upset about that she calls them assholes. They are being assholes. They're
0: being assholes. That's such a good point where, like like, oh, she called her friends assholes. Her friends were acting like assholes. Yeah. She's on a work call, her phone's nearby, she just got you a shitload of presents. Yes. And they're like, we're gonna ruin your job by being shitty to your boss on your phone. Like, right? what are you doing? She just brought
1: you so much shit. So much free shit, and it's like, And like you said, she established, yes, this is going to suck. This isn't my wheelhouse. But anyone who can
0: stick it out with this person for a year gets their pick of the litter. And and that's the whole point of, like, professional networking and, like, taking those shitty jobs and absolutely hustling for it. And honestly, I don't remember why we started talking about this. Um, But. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we were talking about how
1: money Like, sometimes when you go to do magic to do with money, I think there are those subconscious ideas in your head like, oh, I shouldn't be asking. Right. It's And it's like, it's not dirty to want money. I think there's a lot of people... That's it. That's where we started. Yeah. A lot of people who are sociopathic in nature have a lot of money, and I think that gives us our ideas about money. Oh, true. Uh, But could a good person achieve their goals and have money and use that money for good things?
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely, and that's a lot of the times. That's your stepping stone to doing good in the world. Unfortunately, we live in a capitalist society. That's kind of just what's going on. Yeah. Okay.
1: Cool. So, uh, what kind of uh, what kind of spell did you
0: research? So. D- <laughs> my brain just died. So. <laughs> so I. W- <laughs> Richard so walked out of the room. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> so Stanley Tucci. Here's my thing. No, <laughs> I I just kind of I couldn't. Um, I felt... So I decided... I did all this research Research, and I was like, okay, I know I want to be a, to be a green witch. Also, I, I, I quoted... You can't see that. Here's why, why I quoted. Because I forgot... And this is something that the video reminded me that I keep having to remind myself, <laughs> which is that witchcraft is a practice, not a religion. Yes. Witchcraft is a practice, Wicca is a religion, and mm-hmm. other religions incorporate witchcraft in their pra- as a practice... And kind of give you a moral guiding code of how to use this thing. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about is just this thing. The practice of. The practice of.
1: And it's, yeah, it is confusing because I think even in our last episode with Issa, they referred to witchcraft as Wicca. I think it's very common to mix yeah, the two it's very, up.
0: Which is very, yes. And, yeah, which is, and it's also easy because, like, Wicca uses witchcraft. Yeah. That's
1: it. Wicca so, is a religion... A witchcraft-based religion, and witchcraft is a
0: practice. Exactly. So, anyways, I just want to get that out of the way. But um, I now I know the kind of magic I would want to practice is green magic, and green being possibly a green witch. And again, I, feel, I even feel weird putting... But Olivia said I don't have to put labels on it. I think I'm in a cult.
1: <laughs> but Olivia <laughs> I said... I think I'm
0: in love with Olivia, and I think this is my cult. Well, that's because you haven't met Teal Swan. I know. We're having problems. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. So I... And she said, she's, well, you're gonna clunk around a lot in your first little while, and don't put a label on yourself too quickly. So instead of looking at, like, one specific spell, I kind of just looked at, in general, as a green witch how does one cast spells okay in this practice yes tell so I me guess, about like, that kind of cheated
1: tell me um, about that and then i'll tell you about the spell that i like designed to maybe do
0: okay let's end yeah. on that because that sounds more
1: tantalizing yes. than the shit i'm about to say
0: but basically it's just these step-by-steps of like as a green witch how do you cast spells so the first one would be, uh, they, this website, I, I looked at this on otherworldlyoracle.com, but um, they call it Genius Loki, or mm-hmm. loci. It's an it's a old Roman evil, evil, Jesus. It sounds Ancient like, is what I meant to say. It sounds like a bug. It does. Genius mm-hmm. loci. No, it's a Roman term for the spirits that inhabit plants, animals, nature. Ah. Yeah. So, like, spirits in trees, spirits in bushes, flowers, rivers, soil, like, basically all the elements. And there's different spirits for different, all of your local things. So if you go on a walk near a river that, and you really, really like that river, there's going to be a different quote unquote spirit in that river than Mm -hmm. like a different river. Well. So know your local shit is essentially what that is. Get to know your rivers. Keep, get to know your rivers. Keep a journal. I'm going to be real fucking bad at this, guys. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. I can't even do that for my own brain, let alone this thing. So this is just keep a journal of the types of things you like. Of the types of, you will go on your local nature walk, you check out a tree. Hey, I dig that tree. Google the tree. Write it down. What's the medicinal properties of that tree? The magical properties of that tree. Shit like that. Anything like that. Grow things. I'm super into this. I've started mm-hmm. a garden on my balcony. We got strawberries. We got basil. Wow. None of this shit is magic. I'm just hungry. No, but everything's magic. I guess it is. You're right. I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. But I love, I've talked about a man with a um, local Toronto comic who is amazing, Amanda Day. Yes, about gardening quite a bit, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get more into that. I would Um, love to be better at gardening. I'm not good at it. Oh, I love it. I love gardening so much. See, green witch, it's for me. But anyways, so green, uh, you gotta create an altar, Mm -hmm. which I've heard about, which for the love of God. Um, (laughs) And what I really like is the videos that I've watched, and a lot of witches have been saying. This is often where people are like, well, I don't have the finances to buy a $300 crystal.
1: No, that's not... None of that
0: shit. You can do it with local stuff. If you find dirt from a spot in the city that you like, put it in a little jar. That's for you now. That's part of your altar. This thing really cool thing Olivia did. um, (laughs) She found tiles, like bathroom tiles, that somebody left on the side of the road. She brought them home with her and started painting little images on each of the tiles, and now that's all over the place. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So just... The, and what I really like is the, the origin of witchcraft is creativity. It's yes. using herbs around you. It's using these things that were nearby. They didn't have a fucking, like, crystal store back in salem so. no and
1: like that's the commodification of it yet again poking through that people think they need to spend all this money yeah it's I so just, true and it's not i just looked up the uh magical properties of basil and strawberries oh my God. for you did you really yes
0: you were uh, she was
1: flipping through a book i thought you it's were my bored encyclopedia. No, it's, a, <laughs> it's
0: the encyclopedia of... it's
1: my encyclopedia of magical ingredients by oh Alexa rosan rosian who ah. is Cos- cosmo girls astrology advisor stop it is it really yeah <gasps> So I might buy this book. Uh, basil, ruler Mars, uh, a lust herb. Basil's powerful aroma oh, calls forth sexual energy. No, eat it to invigorate the sexual appetite. <laughs> Basil can also be burned to increase sexual
0: pleasures. Oh, fuck. Okay, this explains a lot. Because, guys, this is already a huge problem in my life <laughs> that takes up 98% of my thoughts. I am way too sexually charged. Get that basil. No, I've, okay. I've been growing basil like fucking crazy. <laughs> uh,
1: well, maybe that's why it grows really well around you. Maybe that's, oh, God. My sexual energy is palpable by plants. And get ready for strawberry. Uh-oh, is it also Um, sexual? Flirtatious and fun. Fuck, is it really? Strawberries can also stir things up and cause a lot of trouble. They are used in spell to attract extramarital affairs
0: or- Shit, I do that too. To force a change in partners. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. Those are two things that I am guilty of. Oops. Oopsie. Oh, damn it. All right. I got to I gotta even this out with like some other plant that's like, this will really kill your, your sex drive. Yeah, you got to really. get like... You got to get shit done. So just some, throw some rosemary I in there. Prunes? <laughs> that just doesn't seem sexy to some, me. Just non, I just need a non-sexy herb. Which brings on my next thing. Know a bunch of shit about herbs. Got to do that. And then we're moving on. This might have to be two episodes. <laughs> um there's this there's something called the Green Man, which have you ever seen on the sides of um churches or buildings or old things anywhere? It's a man's face made out of like leaves. Yeah, and, and he's
1: like kinda like melting into the Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. So that's the Green Man. And he's this old kind of ancient, very ancient um protector of the forest. Ooh. He was this protector of the forest that people keep around and there's he's on plaques and shit all over the place. Um, but the, it, this recommends to keep him near your, um, near your altar. Yeah. Uh, and then there's green magic, which is just more of the same <laughs> and yeah. And it's all kind of just like knowing the shit that's in your backyard, getting those spices that also mean different. Cinnamon means something different than oregano means something different than cumin mm-hmm. and time. So yeah. And then, and then I have to go on a bunch of walks, which I do anyways. So yeah, yeah. that's how, that's essentially how I'm going to start and then I, and then I keep running into that thing of like, what is this specific spell I'm going to cast with all this wonderful natural elements? That's not just, I want to do well at my job.
1: Yeah, I think you can incorporate the two though. I think. The, um, yeah,
0: I think I liked what you said about it. I think that made me feel better.
1: Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, I'm similarly. Um, I'm not. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to garden more. I'm not great at it right now, <laughs> but um, I love plants and I love um. I'd really like to at some point, right now I'm trying to learn how to speak French, so I'm telling myself I'm not allowed to yeah. try and learn other skills, because <laughs> uh, like it's just like I try and take it on too much. It'll spread you too thin, I get yeah. it. Yeah, but I do want to take, there's a cool online course uh, on a website called Warts and Cunning Apothecary, Ooh.
0: and she has an online
1: herbalism course. <gasps> That's really
0: cool. Yeah, Ooh, so I think I'm look looking into out.
1: that. I Warts, uh, spelled like St. John's Warts, so W-O-R-T. Warts and cunning. Yes, look it up, please okay. do. Okay, so I was like, all right, what's well, a cute little spell that I could like? Yes, tell that me I about could this
0: cute little spell.
1: That I could try and uh, design. And I looked up. I was like, okay, what if I wanted to attract new followers to this podcast? Ooh. And I, <laughs> and I was like. Attraction, because this is the issue I ran into, is sometimes lately my goals are more like, I want to get to know myself better. I want to try and figure out my future. I want to, like, success, and not so much money, but just, like, recognition from... Recognition and
0: validation. Yeah, so,
1: and there's not a lot of, like, when I looked up attraction magic, it's all sex, Mm -hmm. and it's all love. So I was like, how do I attract new followers? So I did the thing that Phyllis said, and I was like, I'll meditate, and I'll see what symbol comes up. And the first thing I thought of was a pie sitting on a windowsill because that's adorable, right? That is so fucking cute. And like in, um, and in like cartoons and stuff, it's always like, people are like, Hmm, what's with the pie? Yeah. It's
0: the, it's the, the aroma that does the come back in.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's very, um, it's very tantalizing, passively tantalizing. Like like it's like, Hey, I'm over here. I'm not saying like, oh my god, I have pie. Eat this fucking pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, hey, do you Just shove this
0: pie in your face. Do you
1: check this out. So it's it's a passive invitation. So I liked that I liked image. That a lot. And I have a lot of things about kitchen witchery because Yeah. You yeah. mentioned that you were really interested in kitchen witch. Kitchen witchery, yeah. Because I yeah. Because yeah. I like I think I've just always had a complicated relationship with food. Mm-hmm. And I think making my hunger and my desire for food into a positive magical thing
0: would be cool. Like making it a little ritualistic.
1: Yes. I like that. And lately I've been trying to do a lot of like meal prep and uh, like cook vegan food. So I have all these like books and I, when I go grocery shopping, I make the list very organized. It's very new to me. I used to just chuck everything into a cart and see what happens. (laughs) Um, So I'm trying to like be more mindful about the food that I eat. So he's like, okay, pie. What are the magical uh, elements of pie? Lexa Rosen, again from the encyclopedia, uh, pies ruled by Venus. Magical property.
0: Whoa! Yeah. I didn't think this would have stuff, but it has stuff. <laughs> it does.
1: Uh, this encyclopedia is wild. Whoa! There's pizzas in there. Shut the
0: fuck. Okay, carry on. I want to hear um, about pies.
1: Pies ruled by Venus. Uh, magical properties depend on the filling. Uh, that you put into it, obviously. Uh, But overall, it's happiness, love, wholeness. Um, Fruit pies tend to be more toward love. Meat pies tend to be more toward security. So I was like... Yeah. I like that a lot. So, and then I found a cute little tidbit in my other book about kitchen witchcraft oh my god i love your weird little
0: library you have here it's <laughs> so useful
1: wicca in the kitchen by scott cunningham about this <laughs> Thanks, m- scott about this many years ago That's and i so love cool. the image on the front i know it's beautiful it
0: really is so it looks very cornucopia-esque
1: yes oh i used the word cornucopia just yesterday oh what a good word <laughs> yes so he had a little tidbit that i liked pies were once illegal um excuse me yeah. What? oliver cromwell a political leader uh in england scotland and ireland he was like the protector of the commonwealth whatever that means uh, in the 16- don't like that. in the 1600s he outlawed pies because it gave people what? pies gave people pleasure and he wanted to deny people pleasure like, this actively. isn't fucking real. There's no, no, it's real. It. I looked Brits, it up.
0: Brits fucking love pie. And that's why he was Brits like, love pie. He was pie. like, You know what I'm gonna do? That's so mean. That's right? such a mean thing to do. Be like, that. Here's the one thing. <laughs> British people are so up their own asses. Oh, that is so a stereotype, and please don't get mad at me.
1: Um, so then, Charles II in 1660, he brought the pies back. Um, that but is they were. So
0: fucking funny.
1: They were illegal for a time. Uh, and the reason why they're round is they were literally cutting corners because fruit is precious, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we can't use these huge square pans that we have. So they made it round to be like, that's a little less filling. Oh so, my God,
0: that's so interesting. Yeah,
1: I learned a lot about pies today. So,
0: oh my God, and you know what's a filling in a pie? Strawberries.
1: <gasps> exactly. I don't, oh. Rachel Manson, don't you <laughs> make that strawberry. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Okay, so, good. round pies are tend to be spiritual pies. Square pies are more toward prosperity.
0: And that makes sense, because it's more plentiful.
1: Yes. Cool. So, um, yeah, most fruit pies, money, sex, or love. That's repeating itself. So, I stumbled upon, I was like, meat pies sounds a little more like security sounds a little more what mm-hmm. I'm looking for. So, mincemeat pies. Uh, mincemeat is an English New Year's tradition where you make a wish you eat a mincemeat after midnight.
0: God, that guy was really taking away big holidays from these British people. Yeah! God, anyways.
1: Uh, and then I looked up mince meat um is weird shit doesn't sound like it tastes very good No, nope. it's <laughs> original it was originally just a way of preserving meat without salt or smoking so they put a bunch of like sugar and honey and maple syrup and alcohol and vinegar and as oh, well it's not that bad. as well as east asian spices cinnamon nutmeg cloves so it's a bit of a oh, hodgepodge it's a real hodgepodge there but then as time went on uh they replaced wine and vinegar with liquor and uh meat was swapped out for fruits so now mincemeat isn't even its original thing oh
0: my god that's really funny uh
1: at one time pastry left over from the crusts of pies was baked and left as an offering to kitchen spirits nice i want to know about kitchen spirits so ultimate well, just just the, the spirits in your kitchen really cool and then <laughs> uh ultimately i decided i was like okay I don't want to make a mince meat pie because it doesn't sound very good. No. Um, so I was like, and again, going back to making it personal, I was like, I want to make something that has significance to me. And I thought of Tortière, which uh, my grandma's side of the family is French-Canadian. Oh, cool. It's grandma's favorite. And my grandma was very popular and people were very drawn to her. So I was like, okay, I'll make is there such a thing as vegan tortier? Yes, there is. <gasps> really? RickyHeller.com. R I C K I Heller at dot R.com. She's French Canadian. So <laughs> um, hers has cauliflowers, which are protection. So I was like, oh, protect us from the haters. And then <laughs> she said walnuts. I don't have walnuts. I have pecans. And those are for abundance and prosperity. Right. And then day of the week. Sunday is for personal achievements, seeking fame and wealth. So I was like, okay, on Sunday, mm-hmm. I'm going to make this torch here. And right now, the moon calendar, uh, which is a free app that I have, the moon is in the first quarter phase, which means it's really good for protection and attraction Ooh. and attracting positive people. So it's perfect timing to make this pie.
0: Oh, my goodness. Melanie, I want you to make this pie so bad.
1: I'm going to make the pie. I don't have a windowsill. sill. Um, I can use the one in your kitchen. Yeah, I'll just like put it out and be just like, pop that. and be like, universe.
0: <laughs> Excuse me, universe. I made a pie for you.
1: I made a pie, and also I want. I'm gonna eat it, but for right now, universe. Eat this
0: fucking pie. Yeah, yes, I got
1: it. And then I'll just be like, 'Cause I think. Um, We have like a couple people that listen to this, and a couple people have been writing to me. But I would like to have a a thriving community of people that would be like, "Hey, you said this, and it's actually this," and uh, and discussions.
0: Yeah, I like that too. We're gonna have to learn about branding.
1: Yes, that can be. Yeah, I'll. For now, I'll do the pie, and then we'll learn. (laughs) First
0: step, we'll make this pie,
1: and then we'll learn about branding and uh, all of that business shit.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Okay. I'm excited.
0: I'm cool. excited for us.
1: Yes, I'm excited too, and I learned a lot about Pi today. This was
0: a good episode about Stanley Tucci and Pi.
1: He's a cook, you know? He I has a know, cookbook. I
0: he is. Oh my god, he's the perfect person. I, would, I, I, I want Stanley Tucci to, to be here. <laughs> that's my spell. <laughs> that was my manifestation. Did it work?
1: Go into the woods. Stanley, is that you? He's <laughs> here!
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: alright. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Bye. Bye. and
0: This podcast has been brought to you by
1: the Sonar Network. Sonar!